Hello, welcome to another Wisdom of Pope Francis episode. Today I'm going to be getting into the very beginning of Pope Francis's notable encyclical on the environment that came out in 2015. So I didn't necessarily time it this way on purpose, but it seems more important now than ever to be talking about what the Catholic Church teaches about the environment through the voice of Pope Francis. You know, in just in my state of California, we've had the driest year in a century. And this following over 20 years of drought and massive wildfires this summer, as we have had last summer, others around the world, in Canada, Siberia, Germany, and other places have similar stories they could tell of natural disasters that are unnaturally frequent, violent, and sudden. So talking about the environment now seems like the right time. Over the last three episodes, my guest Ryan Mayer gave an overview of this letter at Laudato Si which again is Pope Francis's encyclical on the environment that he wrote to the whole world. In this episode, I'm diving into the introduction. So right from the beginning, Pope Francis lays out the dire state of our relationship with nature. And while the Pope in general like, is prone to use vivid imagery and statements that sort of hit you at a gut level, even for him, this is pretty stark. St. Francis who is the saint that the Pope named himself after, refers poetically to the earth as our sister. And the Pope picks up on this reference, and he says, quote, This sister, the earth, now cries out to us because of the harm we have inflicted on her by our irresponsible use and abuse of the good with which God has endowed her. We have come to see ourselves as her lords and masters, entitled to plunder her at will. The earth herself, burdened and laid waste, is among the most abandoned and maltreated of our poor. He then spends much of his introduction planting his letter, his current letter, the one that he's, he's writing there, firmly in the larger Catholic tradition. So, you know, he quotes Pope Paul VI, who in 1971 stated that there was, quote, the potential for an ecological catastrophe under the effective explosion of industrial civilization, unquote. And Paul VI emphasized, quote, the urgent need for a radical change in the conduct of humanity. He said that authentic social and moral progress had to accompany our great technological advances. St. John Paul II lamented that people often seem, quote, to see no other meaning in their environment than what serves for immediate use and consumption. John Paul II called for what he said was a global ecological conversion. And that word, conversion, might not sound like much, but in Catholic terminology, that word conversion signifies the turning of your life away from sin and disobedience to God to a life of obedience and love for God. So there's a lot packed into that call for, you know, ecological conversion. Pope Francis also references Pope Benedict XVI, who, as my guest, pointed out, was named the Green Pope for his own advocating for the environment. Benedict addressed the bigger systemic issues in how modern society functions. He proposed, quote, eliminating the structural causes of the dysfunctions of the world economy and correcting models of growth which have proved incapable of ensuring respect for the environment, unquote. So Pope Francis talks about things that his previous, you know, predecessors have said, but then he also tries to pull in as many advocates into this as possible. As he puts it, quote, 
These statements of the popes echo the reflections of numerous scientists, philosophers, theologians, and civic groups, all of which have enriched the church's thinking on these questions, unquote. He pulls into his circle of friends here even the, the Eastern Orthodox ecumenical patriarch Bartholomew. Now, a patriarch, by the way, is basically the highest status clergyman in the Eastern Orthodox Church. It's not like the Pope where there's only one. There are a few of them. Um, but Pope Francis has this to say, quote, Patriarch Bartholomew has spoken in particular of the need for each of us to repent of the ways we have harmed the planet. And here he starts quoting Patriarch Bartholomew. He says, for, quote, inasmuch as we all generate small ecological damage, unquote, we are called to acknowledge, quote, our contribution, smaller or great, to the disfigurement and destruction of creation. To commit a crime against the natural world is a sin against ourselves and a sin against God. So Bartholomew also calls for systemic change, like Benedict, replacing, as, as Pope Francis puts it, quote, consumption with sacrifice, greed with generosity, wastefulness with a spirit of sharing, and asceticism, which, uh, quote, entails learning to give and not simply to give up, unquote. Sorry, a lot of quotes in this one. Now, what I was struck by was that, you know, when you read all the statements of all these popes and clergymen, it doesn't sound like your local priest, right? <laughs> or maybe it does for you. It sounds more to me like a, a Greta Thunberg speech, right? Popes have been raising their voices about this issue right alongside environmentalists. And there's so much packed into all these statements. I mean, one idea that stands out to me is, is the explanation of the right relationship we should have with the earth. And I think this is worth teasing out. In the Bible, in the first book of the Bible, Genesis, in the very first chapter of that book, God tells Adam and Eve that they are to rule the earth and subdue it. Right? They are to have dominion over the environment. And growing up, this was often held up to me as an excuse to extract as much oil as we wanted, cut down as many trees as we wanted, do whatever we want to do with animals, etc. Because we were the ones in charge. We have dominion. You know, it's all for us. We can do what we want with it. But if you think about it, you know, if we're made in the image of God, which the Bible says we are, then our dominion, our rule, or our subduing of the earth should reflect God's rule over us, right? And how does the Bible depict God's rule over us? Well, it's a rule of love, of self-sacrifice, right? I mean, under God's dominion, everything flourishes. That's the message of the Bible. Human life flourishes. He doesn't rule us so that he can take advantage of us or rape us or squeeze us till he gets every last drop out of us. That's not how God's kingdom works. Wherever humanity rules on planet Earth, we ought to bring flourishing, human flourishing, and environmental flourishing. And really, as Patriarch Bartholomew put it, those are largely one and the same thing. So to be Catholic, you know, to be in line with Pope Francis and with previous popes, we must, must, must care about the environment. And we need to be committed to deep systemic change in how we live our lives personally and also in how the economy you know, our industrialized world functions. So that is part of Pope Francis's introduction to this letter. He is just getting started. So buckle up and uh, join me next week to hear more about this letter. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can go on over to johnnycatholic.wordpress.com. I would love to hear them. 
Also, if you like this podcast and you haven't already done this, you know, please consider leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others who might be interested in the Pope's writings to find this particular podcast. I hope you have a wonderful week. God bless.